Hey everybody, how's it going? Erica here with the Work of Art Podcast. I'm excited to be back on here this week. Um, took last week off, not off from like work, but from the podcast and some other things because um, camp meeting was going on here in Tampa, Florida, and it was amazing at the River Church. And um, if you've never attended any of the camp meetings here, um, there's four a year. You need to check it out. And you can even go back and watch it online. Um, absolutely incredible and powerful. So I kind of took the week um, to kind of enjoy all of that and really dive in and soak in everything that was going on there. Um, but I wanted to come back on here this week and kind of close out the whole series on time management. And what's so funny is if you have not listened to those, please, 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 please go back and check them out. There's two episodes. They're simply titled Time Management and then Time Management Part 2. Nothing crazy. In fact, a good example I gave last week is I don't waste my time. Unless the Lord drops something in my spirit, I do not waste my time sitting around trying to think of some catchy title. It is what it is, okay? Because that's a waste of time. And I talk about time management. Come on. Hello. So what I wanted to do today, there's so much we can say with this. I said a lot in the past two um, podcasts, but I wanted to kind of close this series before we move on to some other stuff um, with what does the Bible say about time management, right? One thing I really want to take the time to focus in on is, and one of my pet peeves is where you have so many people that I call just get super spiritual on you. And when you use these terms like time management and stuff like that, it gets laughed at or it's kind of like downplayed or whatever. And something I mentioned in the last podcast uh, <laughs> to kind of catch you up was, you know, you, you probably hope your staff knows time management. Come on. You, you better hope you yourself have some time management skills because that is how you will be successful. That is going to give God, you know, the ability. I mean, he can use you whenever, but you're going to make yourself more available to be used by God when you can be um, it trusted with some things, right? You're able to multitask. You're able to get things done. You plan, you prepare. Um, those are the kind of people the Lord's looking for. And as you plan and prepare, you're also open to the move of the Lord. You're open to things changing and having to move and go in a different direction. And I'll tell you that is much easier to do if you manage your time. Well, please make note of that. You can have better flexibility if you manage your time well, if I plan week to week what I'm doing, I could give you a small example that has nothing to do with any of that and say, uh, because I believe in food prep, right? Planning for the week and all that. That also helps you manage your time because we, I get up early and start training. Then we're running out the door. We have many, many different things we have to do early morning. Well, for me to be productive and do things well in the mornings, I have to plan and prepare. So having lunches already packed, having food planned out for the week, knowing what I'm doing makes a big difference. So guess what else? What if at the last minute something kind of gets thrown on my plate or I get asked to do something? Well, guess what? Because I've already planned and prepared ahead of time, I can better manage and move. Okay. And those are the people I believe the Lord is looking for to, to entrust some big things to. Everybody wants to run the big business or get the big download of a vision and have this whole thing. But if you can't even manage your daily life, what are you doing? Like, please go back. Just listen to, you know, these two podcasts. It's I don't sit down and record these because I have free time. I actually don't. I do it as the Lord leads me and guides me and gives me a message and says, this is the next thing you're to talk about. And that's exactly what I do. So it's up to you if you want to learn how to grow, if you want to learn how to do things better and be able to step into everything that God created you to do. And at the end of the day, 
that is the entire message of work of art as a whole, as the ministry, and even as the business, which is the arm of that, which is work of art fitness, which is most people is what most people know me for as a trainer, um, is, you know, you've got to be able to, to manage your time. But the, the whole message is helping people become the best version of themselves. That is, that is the goal. That is, that is what we want to happen here. And you do have to have these basic daily skill sets in order to do that. So please don't get so hyper spiritual that you sit around and all you do is look for the next message, but you then are not willing to daily do what it is you're capable of doing. Remember the Bible says to ask for wisdom, right? Um, James one five says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him. I promise you, ask the Lord for wisdom and he will guide you and teach you all these different things. I promise you, you get things in order. I've, I've said that many times, get things in order. It's good to have the big vision, the big thing you want to do, but then you got to pull back and say, what am I doing daily? That is what I tell everybody all the time. One day at a time, one day at a time, one day at a time. And that will make you successful. I promise you, you got to focus in on those daily things. Um, and that is where you will see the biggest difference. All right. So what I'm going to do today, I'm going to kind of dive in and just really hit scripture to close this thing out. I want to just go all in and I'm sure there's many more Bible verses than what I was able to come across, but I'm going to give you enough to run with. So you will know that yes, even your Bible explains to you the importance of time management. Look, the Lord did not leave anything out. He didn't leave anything out. Okay. So you got to take responsibility and understand that you, you are responsible daily. Um, you know, like I always say for your, your spiritual fitness and your physical fitness. All right. Very important. So one of the things, I mean, as Christians, we're not to manage our time the same way the world does. I always say we are to set the example and we're to, we are to do everything in excellence. So we, we, number one, I always talk about this. You should be seeking God in everything that you do. Every single thing. We got to organize our time and plan wisely for our future. Again, I just went over that. That's how you plan and prepare. And then you then become available to do more things. Like I said before, time management gives you more time. All right. And there's so many apps this day and time, you guys. Come on. I mean, like I'm teaching about it. I'm sure there's books about it. But you know how many apps we have that can help us schedule and give us reminders and stuff? We really, this day and age, we, we honest to God, we have no excuses. We have no excuses. Um, You know, and pray about these things. If you find this is something that you actually really struggle with or either like procrastination, I mean, you can pray about that. Ask the Lord to help you, but also on your end, be willing to take action to do your part. All right. And obviously continually meditate on scripture every day. That's why I always say the Lord has to come first. A few quotes I really like, um, you know, this one's from Rick Warren is time is your most precious gift because you only have a set amount of it. One thing I always like to say is we all get 24 hours in a day. What are you doing with yours? Right? Cause people can so easily point to somebody else and say, this person has this, or that person has that. Um, another one I like a lot that I've read, serve God by doing common actions in a heavenly spirit. I love that. Serve God by doing common actions in a heavenly spirit. And then if your daily calling only leaves you cracks and crevices of time, fill them up with holy service. I absolutely love that. All right. So now all I'm going to do here for the rest of this time, I'm just going to list out some scriptures for you. 
And I want you to go dive into these. And if you feel like this is an area that you really could use some help and you pray on this and you go to these scriptures and get in your word, get in your Bible. All right. Um, so first one, I want you to look at Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. So then be careful how you live. Do not be unwise, but wise, making the best use of your time because the times are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. That's Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. Um, Colossians 4, verse 5. Behave wisely toward outsiders, making the best use of your time. <laughs> um, I love this stuff. Seeking wisdom from the Lord, which I just mentioned. Um, Psalm 90, verse 12. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And then the next one, which I've already said, was James 1, 5. I pray this literally daily. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him. Um, as believers, we should absolutely be living with eternity in mind. Okay, so as a child of God, we should we're, we should be always thinking about eternity. So tell me, you can't convince me that your time management doesn't matter if we've got a job to do. I mean, hello, what about those of you listening to this and you just came out of camp meeting that was called Occupy, which we know in these days we are to we know that's what we're living in right now. We are to occupy until the Lord comes. You're going to convince me that time management's laughable? Get the heck out of here. Get out of here. You better have time management if you plan on occupying and doing what the Lord's called you to do. You better know what you're doing. You better not be sleeping in every day, playing video games half the day, lounging around, watching movies, Netflix, whatever it is you do, just lounging with people. I, I feel like of what I see a lot of times, the biggest waste of time, and I'm not saying you're never supposed to do things with people in fellowship, but if the majority of your time is just sitting and having coffee and chatting, oh my goodness, how are you occupying? You're not. That's not occupying. Come on now. That can't be the bulk of your day. Like, come on, somebody. You, you can't. You've got to have structure, at least in your Monday through Friday. Please hear me. Get some structure in your life. And you're going to have to have it anyways if you desire more things. I mean, what kind of foundation are you giving the Lord to work with? Or yourself, for that matter. If you can't even keep your daily things in order with your job, your friends, your family, whatever it is you have going on. Um, that should be number one right now to focus on if you find that you struggle with that. So living with eternity in mind. What does the Bible say about that? 2 Corinthians 4.18. So we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Mm, this is so good. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So constantly keeping an eternity in mind. Ecclesiastes 3.11. Yet God has made everything beautiful. For its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole scope of God's work from the beginning to the end. So what does this mean? Are you prepared? How are you using your day to day? Are you using your time wisely? Can the Lord trust you to do things for him and get the things done that you're called to do? 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 10. So we are always confident and know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. And we are confident and satisfied to be out of the body and at home with the Lord. 
Therefore, whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to be pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the tribunal of Christ. Excuse me when I pronounce things wrong. So that each may be repaid for what he has done in the body, whether good or worthless. Hmm. What do we know as believers? What do we always have in mind? If we have eternity in mind, what are we always thinking about? That we're never what? We're never guaranteed tomorrow. Neither is the next person that we may pass on the street, which is why we win souls to the Lord. I mean, come on. Um, Proverbs 27, 1. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Back in James, James 4, 13 through 14. Now, listen, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a town, stay there a year, conduct business and make money, you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. So what does that say to me? Make the most of each day. Some could take that and be like, well, I don't need to plan or worry about the rest of the week. I don't know if I'll be here. No, you, what is Occupy. You, you sh- when you, if you occupy each day, you, you need to wake up knowing you have a purpose and walking in that every single day. Now, my favorite here, and I had to learn this a lot. Like when I was in my early 20s, I had to walk this out, the procrastinating and all that good stuff. So don't procrastinate. Make plans for the future. Luke 14, 28 says, For which of you, wanting to build a tower doesn't first sit down and calculate the cost to see if he has enough to complete it. Proverbs 21.5 The plans of the diligent lead only to plenty, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. That's good. I love Proverbs. Proverbs 6, 6-8 Consider the ant, you lazy bum. <laughs> Watch its ways and become wise. Although it has no overseer, officer, or ruler, In summertime, it stores its food supply. At harvest time, it gathers its food. Now, those of you that are sitting here listening to me saying, my gosh, is she just going to read scripture the whole time? Uh, Yes, I am. Why? Because I know a lot of people are not going to go look the scriptures up. I could sit here and mouth off all the ones I have. I may not even get through all of them. I'll do my best. Um, But you need to hear these. You need to hear these because this is the word of God. It is real. It is powerful. And I pray that as you listen to this, it gets in your spirit. Come on. Allow the Lord to guide your life through the spirit. That's very important. As children of God, that's how we need to live daily. Proverbs 16, 9, a person plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. You know what? I might sit on that one for just a second. Proverbs 16, 9. A person plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. You plan out. You prepare. You do your part. And then the Lord comes and directs your steps. You're ready. He sees he can trust you. You're not sitting around. You're not procrastinating. You're not wasting time. You don't have a week full of coffee dates. No. You're getting stuff done. And the Lord sees, yes, I see her. I see him. They're ready for more. They can take on more. I can I can work with that. Come on. It'd be like me saying, somebody coming to the gym, I can work with that. They're willing to put in the work. Somebody laying on their couch, I mean, I'm going to need you to get off the couch first before I can help you. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying here? Stay with me here. Um, stay with me because it's going to go just a little bit longer. John 16, 13. But when he, the spirit of truth, comes... He will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority, but will speak whatever he hears and will tell you what is to come. All right. I'm going to skip through. So 
you've listened to any of my previous podcasts, these are some of my favorite topics like prioritizing, organizing, and setting goals. You should live that way. If you are someone who is successful or desires to do and have big things, this is for you. So, so hear me here. All right. Exodus 18, 17 through 21. What you're doing is not good. Moses's father-in-law said to him, you will certainly wear out both yourself and these people who are with you because the task is too heavy for you. You can't do it alone. Now listen to me. I will give you some advice and God be with you. You be the one to represent the people before God and bring their cases to him. Instruct them about the statutes and laws and teach them the way to live and what they must do. But you should select from all the people able men, God-fearing, trustworthy, and hating bribes. Place them over the people as commanders of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and tens. What do I always say? Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Um... Listen, you guys, let me try to close this out. I'm not going to make it to everything I wanted to say, but let me let me touch on a few things here. We must have a good work ethic. I mean, come on, that, if you know the Lord, I mean, seriously, we, I, I think we should be winning in like every, every category, everything. Like, it's not a question that we do things in excellence. And unfortunately, a lot of times you see many are always looking to cut corners. Don't let that be you. There are people watching you. In fact, there's more eyes on you than what you realize because you're a child of God and you don't need to take that lightly. Understand that and let that even motivate you and encourage you. I'm going to give you, I love Proverbs. So I'm going to close out here with about four more scriptures and just hit Proverbs on this. Okay. Keeping in mind, you must have a good work ethic. Okay. Proverbs 14, 23. In all hard work, there is profit. But merely talking about it only brings poverty. Oh oh my God, I could do a whole podcast. I could do a series on that. Man, Proverbs 14, 23. Mm, That was good. Wow. All right. Proverbs 20, 13. Do not love sleep or you'll become poor. Keep your eyes open and you'll have plenty of food. Proverbs 6, verse 9. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? (laughs) That's a word. When will you get up from your sleep? Mm. Proverbs 10, 4. Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. Did you notice something in there? What keeps going along? Every time you hear lazy is poverty. Funny how that works, huh? You notice that. That's not blessed. You got to move. You got to get off your behind and do something. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1 through 2, there is a season for everything and a time for every event under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot what was planted. I'm going to close out with the scripture, meaning it's the last scripture I'm going to do. 1 Timothy 6 through 12, or excuse me, chapter 6, verse 12, fight the good fight for the faith, take hold of eternal life that you were called to and have made a good confession about in the presence of many witnesses. Now, if you're thinking, my gosh, Erica, all I heard you do is ramble off scripture. Great, because that's what you need to get in your spirit. What I wanted you to do here in this, in closing, understand that these things matter. 
How you manage your life matters to God. It matters to God. It determines you walking in your purpose and your potential. Please grab this. Play play back through this again. Go back through. Make note of those scriptures. There's plenty more. I just am trying to keep this in. I was trying to keep this in 15 minutes and now we're at 20. But go back through. Get this in your spirit. Play this over and over and over. And understand that everything you do should be done in excellence. That you can do this. And notice that you're always seeking the Lord. There's a reason why he says to ask him for the wisdom daily and that he will give it to you and give you plenty of it, right? Because we need it. The Bible tells us, seek him first, right? These things will be added unto us. But as you do that, be in motion, be moving. I heard um, Ted Shuttlesworth Sr. last night say, keep moving. The devil can't hit a moving target. I said, "Ooh, that's good. I like that. Come on, get off your butt. Get moving. Apply something to every day. Do your part. Even if you feel like right now you don't have anything going on, what can you do, right? What can you do? What can you make happen? And just show yourself, like, faithful. Like, show the Lord. Like, I'm ready. Like, work on your foundation and watch what God will do in your life. Man, come on, you guys. Thank you for listening to this. Please go back. Listen to these three episodes on time management. Get this in your spirit. And this is going to help you tremendously this year. And watch what God will do in your life. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be back on here next week.